Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the fifth episode of Soft Boiled. This week I had on Philly guy, local guy, Casey Kuftik, and it was really a great time. I enjoyed talking to Casey. Right out of the gate we started talking about wrestling, and uh, he brought his own egg facts, which was great, less work for me. Uh, we talked about MySpace, all sorts of stuff. Um, and when I asked Casey if he had anything he wanted to plug, he just said that he's available. So if you want to book him, uh, then you'll know exactly where he's at. Uh, same goes for me. I would love to be booked. So, you know, hit me up. Otherwise, you can follow Casey on Instagram, uh, Casey Kuftik. I'll put that in the notes. And while you're at it, follow us, Soft Boil Pod. Like, subscribe, share, and do all those nice things. Here we go. Uh, hey, how's it going? You're listening to Soft Boiled. I'm Sarah Bell, and I'm sitting here with my friend Casey Kuftik. Hard boiled, hard boiled Casey Kuftik. <laughs> yeah, the hard boiled, hard boiled. Uh, hard boiled Casey Kuftik here. He's coming in to step into the studio. Let Stone Cold Steve Austin know I'm coming for his title of WrestleMania. Are there any egg based uh, wrestlers? I would love to see uh, that. Baby. Uh, the gobbledygooker came out of an egg. Uh, <laughs> what was it like in the late 90s or early 90s, maybe? There was a gimmick on, and ah, God, I'm not going to remember the story, but they had like an egg that kept popping up in arenas, and they kept being like, what's in this egg? And then I think it was at Survivor Series one year, a fucking grown man in a turkey costume just popped out of his egg. (laughs) (laughs) Did they bring the egg, like, a couple times before it was, before it would hatch? Or he would hatch every single time. No, I think they, if I remember it correctly, I was really young, but like it would just pop up at the arena and then the commentators would be like, there's that egg again. And then, yeah, they were just carrying around around this giant prop egg. Yeah. And then it was like, when's it going to hatch? And then it hatched. uh, Yeah. I think it was Survivor Series like 93 or 94, maybe. I don't know. That's so crazy. I think that if I was a wrestler now, I would think that maybe I would come out of some sort of egg. Easily. Or I would be an egg. You'd be like the chicken lady from Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah. Did were you uh, uh Drew? Were you uh, into wrestling? As, no, no, I was big into Kids in the Hall though. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I know you. It's like, I was just thinking, man. Everybody, every like guy around me for most of my life was way into wrestling, and yeah, I just my never brothers got would it. Love like they would like set up a you know. Uh, little like mats in the backyard and like pretend to be wrestlers. Hell yeah. Like, you could do a real sport. <laughs> yeah, you could try a real thing. You could thing. do real wrestling. Or yeah. you could keep putting on your sister's clothes and do elbow drops in the backyard, yeah. you know? We, like We were really, really young. I think then they didn't, they started not liking each other more and turned into real fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to cut that shit out. Um, did you uh, play sports? And- uh, yeah, I, I played. I played a lot of sports for someone who's like not fucking athletic at all. It, it never made sense. I played like six different organized sports throughout my life. All right, let's hear them. I wasn't good at any. I started with soccer. Like everyone in my area growing up played like youth soccer. Same. And then I started playing basketball in the summers, like different summer leagues. Uh, and then I played a year of baseball. I was so bad. That was like, I think I was like 11, 12 years old. And they're like, we're going to have you play with like the nine and 10 year olds. Kind of get your, you know get some experience in so like i couldn't even play with my friends i was playing all these kids that were younger than me and i was still worse than they were so that was pretty embarrassing Ugh, uh that sounds like my softball experience <laughs> yeah it's like 
I don't I, know. My dad was like, yeah, this is like, you're cool with this, right? I was like, yeah, I just want to play the game of baseball. And I was like, I realized like, no, I just wanted to hang out with my friends. I did not give a shit about baseball at all. So yeah, I don't when think they I was there, athletic was like either, but I like definitely wanted to get out of my house after school. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you just wanted to do something. I was like, like yeah, I'm one of five. I, there's too many people in the house. Everyone's kind of a shithead. Where were you in the one of five? Right in the middle. Oh, the good worst. God. Yeah. yeah. That's like definitely the one that moves the furthest away from home and just like. That's Peace. Me. I'm out. <laughs> Actually, my, my youngest brother lives in Wisconsin right now, so he's pretty far. But either way, I think I removed myself the quickest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, so we, you uh, you missed a couple. What's what was? The oh other one? yeah, uh, I played. Uh, then I started playing hockey in middle school. That was when I played the longest. I played ice hockey from like middle school through high school, nice. and I played football for a year in eighth grade. I played lacrosse at the end of high school i played lacrosse in college so like yeah i did all this played all these sports but like honestly like if you asked me to like go run to the corner of the street like i'd die i there's <laughs> yeah, no way i, I could would, do it i'd pull I, a hamstring i'd one of my lungs would collapse and i would uh, i would not make it back yeah i was like a d1 athlete in college and then i ran today for 10 minutes and threw up what so. did you play in college i didn't know I that i rode I rode crew. Crew. Okay. Shit. That's like, I always forget about crew. Yeah. It's like the most intense sport and it's like not really, it's like, unless you do it, you would never give a fuck about it. Right. I feel like no one cares. My brother did it. So I, I went, I watched once or twice. They're fun. Actually like going to like a regatta or whatever. It's actually like really fun. It's kind of like you stand down by the finish line and every like five minutes people get all crazy and they're like ah and it's usually like i mean i was in a couple of races in college where it was like a second and a half between first and fifth what does that mean like first place everybody and fifth place? yeah <laughs> okay like everybody came in so close that first place and third place we didn't know who we all were sitting on the water like we don't know so people were going fucking ape shit yeah yeah. Yeah, that would be fun as hell. <laughs> that would be cool. awesome. Yeah. That's gotta be like the ultimate team sport too. Cause like the timing has yeah. to be so down with everyone like rowing at the right time and everything like that. Yeah, you gotta get in sync. You gotta yeah. But yeah, um, that shit was crazy. I did that in college. Damn. Mm-hmm. Where at? St. Joe's. That's so, the one in Philly, right? I don't yeah, know what right Philly here, called. Right Philly. I don't know shit about Philly. I've lived in Philly for three years. I still know <laughs> shit about this city. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, which is right outside of Erie. Okay, like the so opposite it's not like you're corner. From, like, I'm from Pennsylvania totally still, green. but it's still six hours away. It's a yeah. like it's a big ass state. Yeah, I don't know anything about anywhere but Philly, pretty much. There's and not like, much to know. I know a little Delco. My mom was from Media, PA, so I don't know. Yeah, that stuff that even though the Delco thing, I'm still like, I still kind of get why it's a yeah. But you know when you're culture. talking to someone, yo, Delco. for sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know when you're talking to someone, but then I still also don't get like the the magic of delco I, I guess i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know if there is a magic to, to, to delco it's maybe yeah. black magic uh, something like, like that something horrible <laughs> no. like yeah actually yeah, i love delco i think everyone from there is dope um i only say that because probably it's the only people that would listen to this this dumbass podcast yeah we're, we're real big in delco <laughs> delco yeah, we like fucking love the eggs demos. out in delco the demos are, the demos are saying delco. shout out to our delco listeners yeah. <laughs> we love you um all right well i wanted to ask you a serious kind of serious question oh, while shit, you're here shit, um shit. how do you how do you like your eggs oh fuck <laughs> um i like them i like them gooey i like i like the 
I like when you can cut it open, like the like I called them dippy eggs growing up. I yeah, feel like that's what everyone called, called them, them, fucking yeah, dippy I eggs. Them dippy eggs. What is the scientific term for dippy eggs? There's an actual like. <laughs> There's a couple eggs that are dippy though. You're giving like kind of like a more abstract answer than anyone's given, where it's like more of a you you want a certain texture. Yeah. But you could do poached. Those have the goo in the middle. That's okay. not what you mean. No, I was gonna say then it's over not easy. I is think over easy is flip them. Oh, but it's still got a white base on top of it, though, too. That's sunny side up. That's sunny side up? Sunny side up is when you don't flip them. Okay. And the white. I mean, I guess it's still like white on both sides and then gooey in the middle. But I, all right, I like sunny side up then. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's me. I like to see the big yellow spot. I like to pierce it with the fork and I like to see it Watch all it fall all. out. Yeah. And I like to take a piece, mm. a piece of toast and I like to dip it in there. Yeah. Get it all around. Yeah. That's my jam. Yeah. I don't think I enjoy eggs as much without toast. Like that's a big part of the, the process of eating like <laughs> eggs for me is like I'll either like put the entire egg on a piece of toast and then I'll eat it like that. Yeah. Or I'll dip it. And yeah. So that's 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 where I'm at with eggs. That's how I do it. I like toast with my eggs, and I like to dip it. This is kind of embarrassing. I don't know how to make them. What? Yeah, I go scrambled because it's just easier. And I know <laughs> I know that sunny side up is not that hard. Is this going to be a theme for guys on the show is that they only know how to am make them? Am I the 10th guy no. that didn't know how to cook fucking eggs for himself? We, well, we haven't gotten to 10 episodes yet, but you might. You could <laughs> um, was no, Shana Chris, the only one who could? It was, uh, yeah, Shaner knew more than, Chris Wood literally said, I only know scrambled. I mean, he's not aware of other eggs. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think that, uh, I think Shaner said over easy. Okay. Maybe I should start doing stats and like, you know how much I love yeah, math. Yeah, have to go back and listen to every episode <laughs> and start. Putting together statistics. Yeah. Make a, a Wikipedia page yeah. for the, for the one show. Of the, one of the, uh, the demos. You could get people like doing like like Vegas could get involved and put bets down. Like, what do you think the next guest on <laughs> is gonna like uh, is gonna say? Like, what yeah. are they? Gonna, yeah, should I should have the like little teasers for the episodes, and if you get if you guess right, you get a little prize. Maybe there's something yeah. too like people can judge the it. way that the guests look. Like, you post a picture of the guest beforehand. Like this, like look at this guest. How do you think they like their <laughs> eggs? Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I feel like there's really I would I would be surprised if it wasn't like basically like 50-50 scrambled and over easy though because I feel like even as somebody who loves eggs I'll make all different kinds of eggs. I usually only make scrambled and over easy. But when when you like are f- feeling fucking froggy, <laughs> what do you make? Um, I'll make poached eggs sometimes. I mean, I like to put poached eggs in a salad because then it, the yolk like mixes in with the salad dressing. Oh shit, that yeah. sounds actually really good. So good. Damn. I think I've already talked about that on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely did. Um, I'll fucking make like quiche, which I don't think anyone's ever gonna say that quiche yeah, counts as a way I've to make quiche. eggs. But I've made quiche before. That's, yeah, my it's, mom. It's like a, that used to be like, like a big in omelet. rotation. It's a big omelet that you can eat for a week. I've yeah. seen it. Oh, okay. That's it's like, like is a that frittata like in a, with crust. In a pan? Yeah. You make it in a pan, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's egg pie, which is like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you asked me if I Sounds wanted like disgusting. a regular pie for dessert or an egg pie, I would probably say egg pie. <laughs> But yeah, there's a reason that there's a different name for it, and it's because egg pie sounds disgusting. The egg pie is <laughs> fucking vile. <laughs> yeah, it does not sound good. Um, 
But I do love quiche. That was like, did your parent, did your mom or whoever cooked for you when you were a kid, did they have like a rotation of like six meals or something that they would make? Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was like your favorite? Um, I think my favorite still to this day. Like I'll go to my mom's house; she'll make me chicken and biscuits. Mm. Like yeah, like what, like just like chicken that have like gravy on it. It's or something? so basic. Yeah, it's just like she just makes like regular like Pillsbury dough like biscuits. <laughs> All right. And then uh, she, I don't know what she. I mean, she does like it's. It'll she'll cook it in a uh, in a pan or not a pan. Um, like a uh, dish, and it'll just be basically just chicken, carrots, peas, uh, corn, and something else yeah that's and then good. it's just regular yeah over mashed potatoes and biscuits and it's god it's just so basic and whatever <laughs> yeah, it's just like exactly of, yeah, what yeah there's something about just like the familiarity that's it's like it's not technically probably even good cooking but it tastes the best because it's like what you right no it's it, it, just an like. american dinner yeah right yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. it tastes like when things weren't bad you know it's just like <laughs> oh yeah yeah also the fact that somebody else is cooking it for you does make it always taste better. 100 percent. Yeah. yeah i don't know if my parents have, are even good cooks at all i just know that normally at this point in my life like i'm about to be 30 like if they're cooking for me it's the best home-cooked meal i've had and it, since the last time I saw them so yeah my mom would always make baked CD and I always thought she was like really good at making baked CD but then I realized like that that's basically it's it's literally just the ingredients mixed together and then baked there's right. nothing <laughs> when you go to like a restaurant you it's get their like, baked CD and you're like oh yeah fuck. <laughs> she just literally gets makes store-bought pasta cooks it halfway puts it in a pan and mixes it together with ricotta cheese and like ragu and then puts cheese on top and bakes it. And it's like... We'll post this recipe in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we should. Re- <laughs> Dude, I hope my mom listens to this and send it to her. That's... Like, uh, it- give me the recipe. I did call her to ask her how to make something um, recently. And I kind of feel like I just did it just like to make her feel... Like I could... I already kind of knew how to do it, you know? But you're like, if I was if like, I, call I feel mom, like if I call her and yeah. ask her, she'll feel... It'll feel like nice and then I'll do what she does and it'll probably not work out and then I'll never tell her. <laughs> I hope that my mom doesn't listen to this because she'll hear that and be like, oh, Casey could probably roll with that idea too. And I won't for sure. So does she live in Delco? She does not. Okay. No, she's no. probably not going to hear this. Yeah. She won't listen <laughs> That's true. I forgot. Yeah. Delco. Just, just Delco. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because I don't want anybody not from Delco to feel like they need to move to listen to this show. Well, people, people in comedy tend to bring me on to boost the demographic in Erie, Pennsylvania to really uh, kick the numbers up out there. So yeah. you never know. <laughs> uh, well, we're happy to have you on. And you did get the answer right. You had the exact answer that I'm always looking for, which is dippy eggs and toast. There was actually a funny thing on Curb where the, the, egg, the toast didn't come out at the same time as the eggs. <laughs> Yes, and, and I he's think that's going why off up about eggs. it. Yeah. He's getting all an- annoyed, and um, whatever Richard Lewis is like, you're like a shitty president when you're like, and everybody that gets eggs will always have toast. <laughs> Man, that's just the funniest. Do you I, like Curb? I've not watched all of it, and so I need to work on doing that because I know it's very like I've enjoyed it. I just haven't watched all of Curb. Yeah. I did a weird thing. I watched like the first two or three seasons. And then someone said that, like, there's a big gap and like, the most recent season was, like, 
2018, 2019, yeah, 2020. He came out with a couple seasons. So then like... I like watched a newer season instead of like going back and just going all the way through. Yeah, I'm very spotty with TV. I'm not good with TV right now. Yeah, you don't you don't watch a lot of TV. I, I not anymore. I like used to watch a shit ton of it, and like I just can't. It's weird that my attention span has got that bad that I can't even sit and like dedicate myself to watching TV. So what are you doing instead? All right, actually, I have been reading more, <laughs> which yeah, I was gonna takes say, a lot no, more. Like, yeah, focus. You're going the other way. You uh, think yeah. you're tricking yourself into the narrative that everybody else is That's in, which fair. is that their attention span slow. But you're going backwards. I've been yeah. trying to read more. What are you reading now? Uh, I just started reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy last night. My favorite book of all time. I've read it at least twenty <laughs> Dude, times. Even the first. Cha- I only like. I only read just the beginning. Like I was falling asleep. I read the beginning. Like uh, I have the. Um, the full collection <laughs> that has like all yeah. five novels in it. Drew's such a okay, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, the I, fact that you said that, you just like... You did light the fuck yeah, up. It yeah, it was like yeah. you were slumped <laughs> down, not even listening. And you uh, jumped yeah, out yeah, of your chair. But uh, I, yeah, I just read the the intro with like Neil Gaiman talking about Douglas Adams and then Douglas Adams notes and then the first chapter. Even the first chapter I was laughing at. I was like, this shit's funny as hell. I remember watching the movie when I was a kid, but I don't remember the movie very well, which is good because I'll enjoy the book. Cause I just because it's like it's not yeah. gonna be like oh was this funny in the in the movie, um, but uh, it was it's really good and and I like just the fact that I've been reading shit lately that's been like oh I'm trying to read like classic shit you know which is good but it's also they write in a way that's like ah I don't people talk like fucking assholes you know yeah. before 1990 so with like with uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's just that he was like, yeah, I got like drunk in a field and I was looking up at the stars and I realized like someone should make a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And like that was the idea. There's no like deep philosophical thing to it. He was just literally hitchhiking in Germany huh. and had a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, he had like a copy of Hitchhiker, Hit, the Hitchhiker's Guide to Germany and he was just drunk and like looking at the stars and he's like, oh, someone should make one for the galaxy. And like 10 years later wrote a book. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I just I can get behind all that shit. I'm always staring up at the sky and I'm waiting I'm for some drunk. idea to hit. I was going to say, yeah, I'm always dude, drunk wasted. in a field, so yeah. Just staring up at the sky and waiting for something to hit me. Uh, but I, I was also reading <laughs> uh, The Sixth Extinction, which has taken me a lot longer to read because it's a, it's a nonfiction book, so it's real and I have to actually think about it a little bit more. What's that about? Uh, basically, we've been living, it came out like 2016, we've basically been, we're living in a mass extinction currently because a lot of species are dying out right now and it's all kind of just like because like man-made shit uh like the like the ocean's about to start like just like actually bubbling like 2050 or something like that because of how much carbon we keep putting into the to the atmosphere and stuff it just heats up the ocean uh but the the beginning of it that really hooked me in was was uh, i was written by like elizabeth colbert and uh the first chapter like the first thing that people started to notice were dying off with frogs and so they started like study like all right why are all these why are all these like frogs missing from places and one of the theories of like how all these frogs started dying was there's like this new like this fungus that started killing a bunch of them off and they're like well where did this come from and it turns out that in the 50s and 60s this is a good egg fact for you you're gonna love this yeah i was like wait is this are you gonna segue this into the this thing is the egg fact the egg yeah frog, oh yeah i'm just mastering this fucking yes. segue right now um but uh so in the 50s and 60s they didn't have apparently they didn't have like the piss on a stick uh pregnancy tests for women they would have to go to their doctor or the hospital or whatever. Is that what they're called? Piss on a stick? That's what I... Oh, yeah. I mean, I just assumed. Uh, that's what the whole process seemed like. I don't know. Clinical uh, name. Um, but uh, they... Apparently, they would just go to their doctor, like, just pee in a cup or something like that. And then they would take the 
cups of of the urine into a lab and they would inject african claw they would dump it on a stick they would dump it on a stick they, they had their own sticks <laughs> yeah. they would inject uh they, sick ass doctors they were just like bring it to us we'll yeah do it. Oh, no no don't waste we'll don't do waste it. the pregnant lady pee we uh we'll sniff that we'll, 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 we'll test that over here um but they they were injecting them into african clawed frogs because african clawed, clawed frogs if injected with pregnant women urine would uh lay eggs like within an hour or something like that Interesting. Isn't that fucking so, wild? So, because that's so horrible, that's such a gross thing. They they wiped out all these so, disgusting yeah, frogs. So they're like we got to kill these frogs. Yeah, thank no, God. No, it was they. They think that the African clawed frogs were the original carrier of the fungus that's killed all the other frogs. Oh, so when they started like going asshole. over to Africa to take these frogs, then they were moving them around America and like all over Europe everything. and Asia. <laughs> thank you. And fucking yeah. So like all these frogs started dying because we had to find out if ladies were pregnant. They couldn't just wait a few weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's <laughs> so stupid. All right, um, that is kind of crazy. I wanted to know though, like, I find a lot of science and especially how interesting, but also. How the fuck do you find that out? Yeah, like where do they come to the conclusion? Like, it's man, we can't figure out how. Specific how... kind of frog. Yeah, that they have to inject with urine. Right. Then they have to do it. They have to do trial. They have to do experiments with women that they already know aren't pregnant and women that they already know are pregnant. A lot of piss and a lot of frogs. It was just an I'm entire like, lab full of piss and frogs. How do you even injecting frogs with women's piss? <laughs> a sick fuck. It's it, what scares me the most is I'm I, like, I hope it didn't actually work. <laughs> they just, just thought it did. It. Yeah, it's right fifty yeah. percent of the time. So they think it's they're like, on. well, we got these African clawed frogs. Yeah. Uh, what should we do with them? Uh, and all this piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some sick intern comes in. He's like, all right, I gotta. He's like, <laughs> no, honestly, it was probably. I feel like sometimes I think that like. Lots of people were just doing drugs, and that's how all these like crazy ideas come about. Absolutely. I had a Absolutely. math professor in college say something like that. And me and my friend, Elisa, we were both math majors. We would call getting high um, discovering theorems. <laughs> 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 and she would text <laughs> She would text me and she'd be like, you want to discover theorems later? I'm like, yeah. Right on. Damn. I didn't have a cool thing <laughs> like that. I just, in high school, one of my friends lived with me. And I, when I told him I was doing science homework, I mean, I was masturbating. That was only, that was only, That's and similar. I didn't even steal that. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Uh, that's we would always, we used to always come up with nicknames for the guys that we liked when we were in like younger and we would call them like uh you know pizza boy Nick, or, Nick Lachey yeah Nick Lachey just name him after a boy band member yeah damn that would have been a good idea because then you would have been walking around and be like oh, I love Nick Lachey <laughs> so really you're talking about pizza boy which is actually the kid that I dated <laughs> damn I wish I would have known I could have crushed with teenage girls back when I was a teenager shit really you were talking about and then you said the other nickname. Like you, you just have this hierarchy of nicknames. <laughs> yeah, it's girls. Yeah, there's a lot to keep your privacy. I mean, people. I guess people don't care about privacy anymore. They just put everything out in the world. But when I, I feel like when I was a teenage girl, I was like I was always trying to keep things you up, secret. We're all the same age, right? You're in uh, late twenties, yeah, like, early thirties. Twenty nine. 
So like you grew up like AIM and shit like that. And like- um, yes, but I don't think I had the exact same experience as most people our age because um, we didn't like grow up with a lot of stuff and okay. there was like seven people in my house so it was right. like we had a computer it was in a space where there was always at least three people hovering over you and you could only use it for like 10 minutes at a time before somebody needed to make a fucking phone call <laughs> yeah and it was or you like, just yeah. got bombed it just wasn't really fun i spent a lot of time just hovering over somebody else that was living their life just gotcha. watching it's <laughs> my same experience with video games i have two older brothers like i never got to play but I know what they are, oh, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> watched a lot of Final Fantasy back in the day. Never yeah, played it, just watched it. Was, it like, Super Smash Bros., whatever. Damn. But, like, what? You, yeah, I was going to say, like, like, I mean, like, I felt like we were kind of a, a part of the first generation that was actually sharing too much by, like, being online yeah. and, like, posting away messages. And, like, I don't remember anyone being, like, doing, like, Facebook shit with AIM where, like, yeah, people would, would, like, Yeah, but you would, like, maybe have your, like, phone number in your away message. Right. Text me. Text me. Or, like, you know, man, I'm just really thinking of her. And it's, like, you know, it didn't mean one chick. It just meant a bunch. And it was just, like, Oh, yeah, like, people you know, would always put their best friend's initials in their signature or whatever and it's like oh people would get like in a fight with their friend and they would remove their initials from their signature oh yeah girls are so catty that's a big like, deal I Kayla took my initials out of me you're off my top eight <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> I don't can think anyone imagine? can handle top eight now people aren't built for top eight anymore oh no and you'd have to no. have a diverse top eight because otherwise right you're getting kicked oh, off the internet no matter what <laughs> yeah element of top eight the, the analysis of yeah. a celebrity's top eight and yeah. like how appropriate it is yeah yeah i think you would have to we, like we're not really curate this oh man that's that's uh, i love it I we lived what like think about that more we live for like three years in a top eight culture and yeah. then very quickly like we're gone there's you couldn't do that anymore you couldn't actually list out the most in people part yeah you'd have to do top eight types of people (laughs) (laughs) top eight causes i'm fighting for right now on the internet that's great i'm gonna do like a top i maybe i'll bring back top eight do it now who's your top eight who's your top eight i want to do every week post a picture of your top eight on instagram yes yeah and if it changes you're yeah. dead to me. Oh, God. <laughs> you See, if you're not on the top eight at all, you're safe. Because you can if work If you up make then. it onto the top eight and you get taken off, you're fucking done. Yeah. You're <laughs> fucking... That's... You know how much I love threatening people? <laughs> <laughs> I can't... be like, don't fuck with me. You just got top eight. <laughs> I think it would actually work on people. Like, people would be like, ah, shit, fuck, like... I was in I was in Sarah's top eight all of March, but April she threw me up there when she had to fucking ditch dipshit, and now I'm like I got pressure to perform. Yeah, what can I just have a top seven for a little bit? Wow, you're saying I a would blank never square just to show people. Yeah, you can you, you can open? yes you can put a band you can put a band in one of the spots <laughs> you can do that. Can... I'll put Tom in there. <laughs> <laughs> It's sad if you have Tom in your top eight. That means you only have eight friends, right? Seven friends. Seven? Because you can still... Well, for a while, you couldn't move Tom. Like, he had to stay in your top eight, I think. What? I thought, right? I think he just always was automatically your friend. Yeah, you couldn't unfriend him. Oh, that was it. (laughs) What if everyone had to be friends with Mark Zuckerberg? (laughs) Aren't we all? I guess we're all controlled by him, but we're not friends. He's a pretty controlling friend. (laughs) 
if that's the case. Do you think he has friends? I don't like think real anyone famous has friends. I think famous people, when they go home, I think they step into a closet with a lot of wires and they plug in and they shut their system down. And then they recharge and they go back at it tomorrow. I don't think famous people Damn, are real. So they're just like slightly ahead of everybody else. Yes. Yeah. All, 100%. <laughs> where we're headed. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I really don't think famous people are real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like not anymore. Because now you have to constantly have your life on display. That's why I'm hoping that this podcast doesn't get too huge. Because right. then I'll have to... <laughs> <laughs> be famous I've I, here's the thing I totally understand what you're saying because I've had that thought just as like a stand-up like I don't want to get like too successful at oh stand-up. we're all so narcissistic but even <laughs> we were talking the other day about who we would be if you could like pick one cele- one celebrity that you would like be uh-huh um like who you would switch lives with or experience their life and I said um TJ Lavin because he's a BMX biker and right. it's like but he also is the host of the MTV show The Challenge. I was going to say, where do I know that name? <laughs> now I know who you're talking about. Okay. So he gets to like probably go to all these super cool, like kind of industry based parties and stuff like that. And he got, was a BMX biker. So he got to do all this like extreme sport, like dope shit. So he also knows like probably the coolest people. And he has a lot of money. But he can probably go into like a fucking Costco. And just walk around and nobody's going to fucking give a fuck. Probably, yeah. Him. I bet he does a lot of cocaine in Daytona Beach. If I had to guess what he really and does I would with love his time. That. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Daytona's a good town. That's, if you could uh, switch lives with somebody, do you, who would you do? Oh, shit. Like a famous person? Like yeah. like celebrity status? Like who would I want? Whose who's life would I want? Um, Probably like... I'm thinking uh, like someone who's like an author because like you can make a lot of money, but like no one even knows your face. Yeah, like John yeah. Grisham. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was um, I was just reading the other day. I was trying to start reading. And I didn't like really get into it. But like John Steinbeck wrote a book like he traveled the country for a year. It's called like traveling like find in search of America with Charlie, like took his dog with him. In the first chapter, he talked about how like he was going to have to like lie to people about who he was everywhere he went because this was in the 60s and apparently like photographs of authors were a big deal or like they were all over the place so people Mm -hmm. would actually identify him and he had to worry about it I'm like no one gives a fuck about authors now so if you're like maybe Stephen King like people would know who he was anywhere he went but he's he's like tail end of what you're talking about yeah true true so yeah I don't know I think it'd just be cool to be like but authors now are like all on Twitter yeah. So you, everyone's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So you can just like reach them. You can just tweet at them. Yeah. It's so like not annoying. as I, fascinating I to even like run into somebody because it's like you already feel like you know them. You're like, yeah. oh, look, you would actually just put them on your story. You wouldn't even go up and interact with them. Yeah. I don't have a sexy answer for this. Actually, you know what? No, I don't want to be like uh, John well, Moxley. Say it in a sexy way. Yeah, I want to say it, say it in a sexy way. I want to be John Moxley. <laughs> No, so like John Mox is like a current pro wrestler who's like at the top of pro wrestling right now, but pro wrestling is not at the top of anything. So, you know, like he's <laughs> yeah. he's very famous in one like niche audience, but I bet same thing with TJ Lavin. I bet he can go a lot of places and not get recognized. Yeah, yeah. And he could probably just like, yeah, he. I don't think that enough people give a fuck even if they did see him. 
to be like, oh, yo, 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 I got to get a picture with this guy. Because it's like, right. if you don't really care that much, then nobody's going to care that you took a picture no. with somebody that nobody cares about. Not no, that no, I wouldn't. Guy, I would like, actually probably just be, knew, maybe be they stoked if I saw TJ Lavin. I'd be like, yo, TJ. Because <laughs> TJ Lavin on the show, The Challenge, had a funny thing where he was initially just the host of the show. And then at a certain point, they, like, made him, and he just, like, re-signed a contract every year or every season. And just kept. But then eventually they were like, okay, we want to, like, officially ask you to be, like, part of the show. And, like, whatever. And then he started saying, instead of saying, like, the final challenge, he would say, my, he started saying, my final. Wow. They give him ownership. And they would be, like, and then all the contestants started saying, TJ's final. They want to run TJ's wow. final. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I love that kind of shit. It's a great story of like, he just literally had nothing else going on and just kept getting to resign one year deals. And then they're like, fuck it. It's yours. That's all. Of, I mean, a lot of those like reality TV shows, it's like Chris Harrison, who's in hot water right now. Uh-oh, um, what's his hot water thing? He defended a girl that got called, like a girl that got called out on the show. He was basically like, it was the way that he defended her. And what he said, he was like, this was different a couple years ago, or we didn't care about this a couple years ago, or I don't know what he, I don't know yeah. exactly what he said, but he defended one of the chicks on the show and she was getting called out for He wasn't something right. People expected him to be racist, right and he wasn't right. So they, it's know. always hard to keep up with any of that stuff going on in the reality TV realm because there's so many like tabloid internet sites that just take other people's articles and quote other people's articles to write an article about the thing that happened. (laughs) And then the article just consists of people's tweet reactions on like, it's like, it doesn't actually tell you what happened. It was like, I was trying to find that full interview with Oprah and the the Royals. And I was like, I kept just finding clips and then I get, then I get further in the internet and I kept just finding people like making fun of Oprah. I'm like, what's happening? But are we honestly, do we, expect that much from our reality stars that we give a shit like well what? that's always been my argument where it's like Who now we're trying to hold, regular people like yeah it, now we're know, trying to hold worse than regular people <laughs> like <laughs> well they got paid five thousand dollars to make themselves look like an asshole on live on like national television like let them yeah go. and it's like the idea of the bachelor is already so like creepy and misogynistic and it's been like, yeah, it's always, it's mostly always been white people on it from the beginning. And yeah, I think yeah. it's probably most white, mostly white people watching it though. Also, because it's like lame. <laughs> I think they're all created in labs with pregnant frog lady piss. Like those are like the eggs created people who end up on. I'm kind of obsessed with the re- watching the reality TV, but then it's like I'm not even. I don't even think I would. I should deserve to say that I'm obsessed with reality TV in general because I don't care about any of the stuff. But you love it outside of it. Yeah. Like my sister tells me, like, oh, Chris Harrison got canceled, and then I look <laughs> it up, or my sister will be like. TJ Lavin. This is why he says my my. Would you, would you be okay if TJ Lavin got canceled? No, I would be devastated because I think that he actually is great on that show. And he's one of the reasons that I watch it. Gotcha. If he's listening. <laughs> Somebody said recently that I look like someone from, from the Delta. challenge. It might be TJ Lavin. I don't think it's TJ Lavin. 
You look like someone from the challenge. Let yeah, but think. I don't I don't watch it. I haven't watched I mean I used to watch it when they were doing that shit. I'll post a picture of that on the Instagram and say who from <laughs> yeah. the challenge is yeah. everyone think uh, looks what, like. What what character member from the challenge is this dude and what how does he like his eggs? <laughs> yeah. We need to know. All right, should we get back into the I wanted to do the yeah. once eggman. Oh shit. <laughs> Thank you for reacting that way, because I think that's funny. <laughs> um, I'm all about... I don't really like puns in general. The egg puns are so easy to do, because eggs, you could slip that in anywhere. It's such a short, quick mm-hmm. word. And I want to make the, a gif of um, Mr. Burns, the excellent, but I want to change it to excellent. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good, yeah. Like, especially when you enunciate it. Like, you're not trying to be, like, too clever. Eggments. And, like, hey, this is just a segment. And, like, I'd be like, oh, all right. But, like, you're not. You fucking... Or I just drop the S and I call it an eggment. Eggment. <laughs> all right, let's do this eggment. What's this eggment? I mean, that's actually might be better. Should we switch it to like, eggment? I like eggment a lot. Eggman's good. All right. This is the... We want to do Crack the Egg, baby. Crack you got something ooey and gooey you want to get off your chest? <sighs> yeah, I think... Uh, I don't think I've ever liked a single comedian in my life. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go that far. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like a lot of people I know in comedy. Um, I Yeah, I, I don't... I was just... I think the only thing to get off my chest is I've just been surprised over the last year because this is this is March 11th when we recorded this and so it's been a year of like quarant- yeah, like man, COVID quarantine happy anniversary exactly a year <laughs> and like it's I don't know I'm just surprised like that. how much he still had to deal with or like see a lot of like comedy drama and bullshit when it's not even really active yeah. and I'm like what are we doing you know I did see yeah it is interesting it was cracking me up and that was always my my comment I'm in a couple of like group texts and people be like talking about whatever drama was happening in like a comedy Facebook group right and then I'd be like who what <laughs> yeah like why <laughs> Why are we this doing this? This is so this? crazy. I'm like, my grandma died this year. You know, oh, I just shit. like, no, I'm just mean, like, I don't I mean, know. That, no, 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 I'm oh, kidding. No. I mean, I'm not kidding about her dying. She didn't die of COVID, so it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I shouldn't say things like that, but it, that's funny. I should say that on stage. I want to do that. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got to make jokes about stuff because it's just so funny, but it is just, I'm just like trying to like add the gravity to the situation where it's like, People are dying. No one has a job. People are literally burning the city of Philadelphia to the ground. Right. There's cop cars right. exploding. And then there's still people in a comedy Facebook group making like... Doing bits. F- or or getting in, ar- like getting in serious arguments and stuff. Because of bits beat. that weren't funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like- I guess it's like... Well, I think that we should all be knowing what a bit is recognizing when to do bits and then recognizing when to not take bits seriously because i think it was wrong it, we both are talking so, about the so same be thing a comedian. but i don't want to even really right. talk about it but it really is just like yeah it's like be funny but also don't take yourself too seriously maybe don't take other comedians too seriously That's and a if big you thing. take everything seriously maybe do something serious yes. i mean i do actually think there's lots of people with great energy lots of focus lots of organizational skills and for whatever reason they're like i'm going to do comedy and i'm going to 
Now I'm getting something off of my chest. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> I'm all about it. This guy flipped real yeah. quick. But I do sometimes, I'm like, okay, you're amazing at all these things that you're good at, but you're not funny. And then you get a, you get offended or you get like into conflicts easily with people that are just goofing. I'm not talking about right. anybody I, I know. specific yeah, I know now. I'm just like that. kind of going based off of like, I've had experiences with people doing comedy where I've been like joking around with them and then they're taking me seriously and then I'm confused because I'm like, oh, this is like in the context of like me, a comedian, right? Like, no, you're 100. <laughs> I agree with all of that. But also, it's like, don't take Facebook seriously. Don't take... I think everyone takes everything too seriously anymore, which is why it's hard to do comedy. I Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of people just taking things too seriously. It's weird when it's comedians taking other comedians too, like, too seriously. Or just, like, the way that comedians interact with each other. Like, we should give ourselves a little bit of, like, leeway to try things. And to, like... I'm kind of talking more of, like, just even on stage and stuff like yeah, that, too. I agree with and that. And, like, like, kind of, you know understand like we're just working on shit like people people treat other comedians like they're out to get them it's like here's the yeah, thing when you're I doing comedy like, you're on stage by yourself no one actually gives a shit about you yeah i think and it's i think it's like there's just it's hard to make any sort of blanket statements about anything it's like yes people should feel comfortable trying things other people shouldn't just be so judgmental with something that they're just trying out yeah so that there's like space to try and fail and get better but then on the other end people shouldn't be only doing something only because they know it's going to provoke other people like it's like there's levels to both sides of everything but overall it's like maybe just to me, it's more just interesting that somebody that likes to take everything seriously is drawn to comedy. Because sometimes I'm like, why are these people even drawn to doing comedy? Because they, they needed a the break. They're like, I need to figure out what's funny about my life. And it's like, you don't have to. I don't know. Yeah. You could also it's just like, be a regular to, serious person therapy. and like go to therapy. <laughs> and like, like, yeah, get a job that you can utilize your skills that you already have set in stone. Yeah. That like... Sometimes I'm like, I wish I wasn't good at comedy because then I could live my life. (laughs) (laughs) Such a burden. This goddamn talent holding me back. Drew knows every time I'm booked on anything, I'll like come out of my room and be like, I just got asked to do this thing. Isn't this cool? And then the day I'm going to leave, I'm like, I I don't want to do this today. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I can't even handle it. Do you have imposter syndrome bad? Oh, for sure. I literally said imposter syndrome today. I said today. I said I had. I think I have imposter syndrome about being myself. (laughs) Oh Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Is that how I phrased it? It was something like that. I do not remember. I was like, I think I said like I have imposter syndrome about having imposter syndrome, or like. Yeah. Some sort of like crazy. I was just having a your anxiety's not even real. I was, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, am I even anxious? I have anxiety about am I having anxiety or not? Yeah, I'm Damn, complicated. I like that. I'm complicated as hell. <laughs> I keep talking about how this. If you listen to this podcast, it will make me undateable, which is maybe good. I think people sometimes <laughs> think that I'm I'm dateable, and it's kind of a you know trick in their mind. I always get nervous that I'll uh, egg on their face. Egg on their, on their face. face. Yes. I always I get forgot. nervous we that uh, throw those in there. I'll like hit it off with someone on like a dating app or something else, and then they're like, they find out my last name and they search it, and like podcasts pop up, and they're like, oh, well, I can learn about this guy. 
before I even uh, really have to talk do you to think him. And then like, do that? I don't know. I mean, like, I doubt it. Like, I, this is just my anxiety. Like, I just think that people would focus way too much on trying to find something out about me, which no one would care. No one gives a shit. Um, but like, that's in my head where it's like, if like, if I'm talking to someone and they just kind of drop off the face of the earth, I'm like, ah, they listen to that podcast I did where I said some real dumb shit, huh? Like, I don't know. Like, I just. Yeah, well, maybe you just in person in real life put, put them off. <laughs> no, this is before meeting. Oh, before meeting. every date this that is, doesn't this work. This is out every yeah. every date. It's got to be an excuse. She must um, to one podcast. Damn. Um, no, then that's what just do you ego. say on podcasts? Like, that you have like a little dick or something? Uh, yeah, I'm just. I normally come on. I can't believe I didn't open with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. How do you like your eggs? And how big your dick? I should start asking that. We got to get these stats. <laughs> 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 I, I need to know um yeah maybe what's do you have like a pet peeve with dating like what, what would turn you off a lot of shit yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing is like i'm same. picky too egg on her mm-hmm. face. so yeah. egg on her face literally <laughs> and figuratively uh, i feel I, like yeah i'm oh, sorry go ahead. no no i was just like i that's the way i think that like literally anything can turn someone off on me or like for, uh, you know from me because i feel the same way like mm. it, literally anything could bother me about someone. So I'm like, oh, well, anything I do or say or have done could pop up and bother them too. That so. sounds very relatable to me. I think sometimes it's even like, I think it took me so long to start doing this podcast because I'll see other people doing it. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing with their lives? <laughs> so it's so, like, I could do that with anything where it's like, I'm so judgmental or so particular about things and like kind of a perfectionist that like I'll not do something because I think people are going to like look at it to my standards. But no and one's viewing it. My standards are way too high. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And people probably aren't even thinking about it like that. No, no. And um, I think with me with dating, it's like um, I'll have some like the kid that I'm seeing right now. I'm like in love with him. I think he's the best. But he asked to help with the dishes, and he used cold Did water. You just say you're in love with him on a podcast that he might listen to. And might he's not, not going to listen to it. <laughs> he won't listen to it. He was like, I don't even want to look at your Instagram. I'm like, I don't know why you're so weird, but I kind of love that about him. And everything else. Uh, if he's listening. <laughs> Dude's about to fucking run. But, wait, I was about to talk shit on him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he uh, he offered to do the dishes when I was cooking the one time. And I was like, yeah, go for it. And then I noticed that he was using cold water. And I was like, he's done. Yeah. I'm done with him. So sometimes I get so like, you, I get very nervous again, that right? people are going to be cutthroat with me. Because I think that I'm like... So, like, I'm like, what is he, a fucking idiot? Mm-hmm. He's using cold water? Well, it's disgusting. I mean, it doesn't even kill the bacteria. But really what I ended up was, to, I told him, I was like, hey, uh, if you're going to co- use cold water, don't even bother. <laughs> and now he uses hot water to, use, to wash the dishes. Then he realized he had no idea that was one of his kinks. He's like, wow, I got yelled yeah, at over water. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. I had, I had a thing that i i tried to make into a bit and it never worked but it was like i i dated this kid that really wanted to be dominated all the time or yeah he was very submissive and then one time i went over there and um he was wearing just like an undershirt like he wasn't wearing like a real shirt and i was like pissed off about it i was like i can't i like shaved my legs and got ready to come over here and you're not even gonna put a real shirt on and then so i like wouldn't let it go i like made him go and like put on a real shirt Okay. And then that was the last time we hung out. I was like, oh, so much for wanting to be dominated, you know? Yeah, that was too much for him. Telling like him he... to switch his fucking shirt. I was like, I can see that there's a spot on this shirt that's a little 
little spots on this shirt that's whiter than the rest of the shirt. Caught him, you should have caught like through bitch in there or something like that. That might have worked for him. Yeah, you disgusting, yeah. filthy you, bitch. You, you, little, you little thin shirt, Go. undershirt bitch. Put on a different shirt yeah. that doesn't have nasty toothpaste stains on it, you dumb asshole. Oh, that would have worked for him. <clears throat> yeah. Probably. I hope he's listening. <laughs> he's like, I gotta well, call her back. Like, it sounds actually, like she's done with cold water, dude, so I gotta show up to her house with a shitty shirt on. Well, this is a different kit. Well, I'm saying the new... <laughs> the old guy's oh. coming back. <laughs> yeah, the old that guy was such a fucking weirdo. I Sometimes I just hang out with people because I'm bored, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I totally understand probably that. most people that I hang out with. Um, how are we doing? Uh, Time-wise, yeah. uh, we're at 46 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Should we do a set on that, on how good I am at asking exactly yeah, 45 it's a, minutes? Yeah, you're almost right. exactly 45 minutes. It's almost like you can see, you can see the reflection of the screen in my glasses. You yeah, can't, you can't though. <laughs> it's a co- it's a co- do you feel like since you've done comedy you know exactly like what 10 15 minutes feels like? You kind of yeah, it starts to like kind of get in there a little yeah. bit. People Not- need to start booking me for 45 minute sets. I think this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> she can identify how long that is. Yeah, I know exactly how long that is. That means you have enough material, right? I would love to book I and I sometimes do just like I love booking people that I know just won't fucking go over. You know, I'm like, it won't go won't over. Go over. Time. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, no, just no, tight. No. Like, fuck it. You know, if the show's not funny, hell, I, as long as it ends on time, I don't give a shit. No, I don't book that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, uh, that's a terrible way to book. There's people, I feel like there's people that, especially in Philly, uh, that have definitely booked shows around the arbitrary things the, like that. The most important thing is I don't book people because they're my friends. And that's the only thing that matters to me when booking shows. I don't have friends. So that helps. That might with be that. Thing too. <laughs> I was thinking about it early in the car. I'm like, who are like my like best friends in comedy? And I was like, actually it's kind of small. It's probably like a good thing. You know, like it's a, it's a short list. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't talk to a lot of people outside of comedy from like from comedy outside of it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You still have, another life yeah I've got that's like, good you got to hold on to that oh, i think absolutely. some people go into the comedy scene and then they dive right into it and then a couple years later they're like i made a huge mistake <laughs> yeah and you're only they're, they're your only <laughs> friends and then like when there's nothing else to do it's like let's just keep doing open mics and you're like okay this is your life yeah man i mean do you miss doing comedy have you you've done a little bit i just did it tuesday i did the open mic at helium oh um, oh how was yeah. that it was fun. Uh, I was surprised at the amount of people that were there because it was a it was Tuesday, so it was like the first nice day we had, yeah. like in March or this year. And so I was like, no one's fucking coming down and hang out in a basement. But uh, no, there's at least like twenty yeah, people, like people paid people that go were there, out and like especially in an environment like that where they like do have to, and you know that they're doing everything like very carefully because they don't want to get. Right. Shut down or whatever. No, it was perfect. It yeah. was like the right amount of people, you know, they were, were switching yeah. off mics and shit. So it was safe. And it was, yeah, I was, I thought it was good, but that was the first time I did comedy since November. So it was a long Whoa. ass time. Yeah. 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 I hosted a couple weekends ago and that was, well, I hosted up in bana- at Bananas in Jersey, which was fun. It's like a comedy club. I've never been out there. Is it, yeah. Oh, is it, it's a holiday. It's like one of the like hotel yeah, club clubs. Yeah, okay. it's fun though. They play this little like jingle when you come out, and it's like bananas. <laughs> it's they have like, their own like yeah, an actual it's like club a jingle. jingle. Oh my god! I wish I wasn't always 
high and drunk so I could remember <laughs> specific things. Like, I remember there being a jingle. I remember it saying bananas, but I couldn't, like, It wasn't your manic, it. like, anxiety, like, before this set, just, like, trying to get you in. A weekend. But, yeah, that was the first time I had done stand-up probably in, like, months. And then... Yeah, man. It's I think it's kind of fun to do it after not doing it for a while because it's just kind of like there's no pressure if I suck. Did you the first month or two of like not being able to do comedy like not miss it at all? Like I was kind of like, man, I'm like done off to like it's just a like a part of my life that like I was doing a lot of and then I took a break from you also like moved to New York right when it happened. Say, so you were yeah, like supposed to like, like hop in even more. It was like things were already so different for me right at the beginning of it. Like I hadn't really adjusted to moving to New York. And I was only doing, like, I went from, like, being in Philly and doing shows, like, yeah. every single weekend to being in New York and maybe doing, like, a couple shows every month or a few shows here, a few shows there, and a couple open mics and stuff like that. So, yeah, honestly, yeah, that like, sucked. it's like, yeah, it was a whole yeah. year ago. It doesn't even, it feels like it's too long and also not long enough at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it feels like this yeah. has been forever and also I don't feel like... It's been a whole year. It's an entire year, basically. I think it was like March 14th was when it shut down. Yeah, because I was supposed to go to a I was supposed to go to a metal show at St. Vitus in Oh, Brooklyn. really? Yeah. I was gonna, Who I was are you going to go see? Show, um, pigs, 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 pigs <laughs> times seven. Some, they're not like heavy. Me- they're not like some crazy heavy metal band. Or that's anything. too obnoxious of a band. I like metal, but that's too obnoxious of a band name for me to even get into. I'd <laughs> yeah, be like, like, I don't even want to say this out loud. Yeah, but I, that was that was March thirteenth. I think was the that Friday, oh, and that got canceled. And I'm like, metal shows are getting canceled. This is yeah. serious. We normally like, <laughs> spit in each other's mouth. Yeah, for these fun. people punch each other in the face and bleed all over each other, yeah. and they're closing this shit down. I was like, that's serious. Okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> well, metal metal's never com- comedy's back. Metal's not though, so suck it, metal nerds. <laughs> no, I mean okay. I want every I, I miss music. I want that to come back soon. I'm trying to sweat on somebody. I can wait you know? for metal though. Metal can wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not for everybody. No, and music's not no. all going to come back at the same time. It's going to come yeah, back. You one, prioritize one genre at a time. Who who should be the last genre? You think, Scott? EDM. Yeah, ska. Ska. Ska was hardly oh, ska was hardly surviving. Yeah, EDM. That'll be okay. Yeah, ska, ska is like that, that like that small like dive bar that like just closed immediately like like closed for good like a month into quarantine. They're like, we were hardly living, like we were hardly surviving. We're yeah. done already. I knew a couple bars that just closed like but they like use it as an excuse to be like, all right, well now we can like gracefully retire this. <laughs> yeah. That was like me coming back from New York. I'm like, well, I didn't really fail. In New York, on my own. Nah, it's just everyone had <laughs> but I got it, everyone to say got I tried out. and yeah. I get to come back. And now I'm back. Baby. Um, all right, well, we have one final Eggman. Oh, Do boy. You, what's true? What was your say on the segment Eggman debate? Do we uh, put up some polls? Probably just different in whatever context feels right. Yeah, maybe the first time I'll say Eggman to kind of emphasize the egg. And then, and then, then the rest of the show the S, the S Eggman. gradually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Segment. Segment. Um so we're gonna do a little exit interview. Oh boy. Jesus. I'm just gonna ask you a couple questions. It's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's just it's funny as shit. It's just funny, yeah. Thank you. I feel like you're the first person that's reacting to these um segments with some sort of like you're enjoying it. 
Are you having a good time? That's a good question. Uh, I had a job interview at <laughs> nine in the morning today. So oh this my is, gosh. you know, yeah, this What's is the, the complete job? opposite end of it. Uh, it's, it's just a sales job. Oh. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say much How'd about it. How'd it go? Yeah. Um, How'd the interview go? It was good. It was on Zoom, so it's weird, you know? Cause oh, yeah, like, I just got a job. So oh, I just went through the whole and Zoom You did the whole process yeah, on yeah, Zoom? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. I had to, like, put on a shirt and tie and, like, mm-hmm. dress pants in my bedroom just to sit in my computer chair mm-hmm. and then, like, take it off literally 30 minutes later. It was, Ugh, like, a weird... That would, yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, um, I don't think I would enjoy that. I like going into the office... I like asking where the bathroom is. <laughs> the the, the here's a th- and here's the thing you don't, I like you don't get going these around moments. and looking at everyone's desk. <laughs> the last per- like the last in person interview I had, uh, the the woman who was interviewing me was pregnant and she got up to like shake my hand and she had like a water bottle like you have that no one can see so it doesn't matter but like it was open and she hit it with her hand when she's getting up and like just poured all over herself oh my god and yeah and but she like was like well i i mean we got to do this interview so she just like <laughs> sat in like wet clothes and interviewed me and it's like you're not supposed to feel like you are like have the power in a interview you know like the interviewing yeah. and i just felt like i had all the power because i would dry fucking pants on like That's- it was <laughs> That reminds me though. I had a job interview where when the um girl came into the room, she got her sleeve caught on the <laughs> handle of the door. She got her sleeve caught on the handle oh, of the no. door, so she like couldn't get her sleeve off for like a couple minutes. And it was the first I went to like an interview where I had to interview three people in a row and I was kinda like I don't know, this is crazy. I needed the job. So I was like very like stressed <laughs> out. I was shit. like shaking Stru- my shirt like off. Like, yeah. And then um and then I watched this bitch get her fucking sleeve caught on the door and couldn't get it off for a couple minutes and I was just like cracking up internally, so and you felt I just crushed shit. the interview. I we, by the time I ended up getting to the end of talking to that girl, we were talking about how we both liked the show How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> And yeah, I got the job. So it was like whatever. And I rem- I actually did weeding out the stone that night and I remember being really high in the in the alleyway and being like, I fucking destroyed if I don't get this job, I don't know who's gonna get this job, but I crushed this. I wish people could see you also doing the, the mimicking smoking the I mean, cigarette. For the like- listeners, the weeding out the stone is a show where there's a bunch of contestants that get super high. So like you just announce the show. I mean I'm sure everybody listening knows what it is, but just in case. Yeah, you can chime in whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will be all be in the, uh, yeah, the I'm just... article. The stats. How many times you chime in and correct me? Yeah. <laughs> Last time we almost got in a little fight. You tried to correct me and you were wrong. Oh, shit. I'll never forget that. <laughs> and I don't want the listeners to That'll forget either. That'll definitely be in the stats. <laughs> Put it in the stats, baby. Um... I don't have to measure my dick, right? We don't have to do that. We're not doing the uh, length. Was that the one that was also good? I up, can up eyeball it. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because not everybody has dicks anymore. <laughs> That's, yeah. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, well, I'll have to not. I guess I can't ask that question. That was Wait, how, what's the, how big is your dick? Oh, um, shit. Oh, here's a good question. Um, what would be your dream job? What, what, what job would you like to have? Having a giant dick. Uh, having a, no, um, dream job. Uh, I guess I'd really like to be an inside sales rep, just in case anyone's <laughs> listening to this right now. 
I think if there's anything I would love to do, it's oh, be an so inside funny. sales rep, have a nice work from home job, you that's know, driving to Jersey when they need me. Um, no, I, I guess, sta- I, I, I guess I don't want to say stand up cause like an obvious answer since to do comedy so like obviously i'd want that to be my my job yeah, is to do stand up i do stand up i don't know if it's my dream job yeah i guess you, maybe it is. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to say it's the best thing to do it's my dream hobby dream hobby jeez i mean yeah i feel that i feel that uh i don't know i don't think i've ever thought about it which has been interesting when i was like trying to like inter like like find jobs to apply for because i was like what do i fucking even want to do so you what's know? your biggest strength <laughs> oh, good. Did all this shit this morning. Uh, this is the exit interview. Right, now it's turned uh, into the regular the re- interview. The regular interview. <laughs> no, I, I guess if I if I could be anything, I want to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Dream job. Okay. Because you don't actually ever have to do anything but be the main quarterback at practice, and you still make millions of dollars. And then if you do have to go into a game, if you suck like everyone expected you to suck, but if you yeah. do great, everyone's like blown the fuck away. Yeah, and your job is basically to be like hella fit, so I'm sure you like. Yeah, you get like a fucking hot you wife, don't get big hit house, as much as the regular guy. Right, and then you always get the backup quarterbacks. Always get the TV anchor jobs at the what's, end too. What's our deals like? We do a very self-involved, narcissistic thing where we're the center of attention, and both of our like your answer to dream job is something that's in the background. <laughs> <laughs> My answer to like who I would trade lives with is someone who's like not known. You're making a big mistake. There's a, there's a grounded part of us that's trying to pull us away. Like, quit yeah. doing this shit. It's like we you are narcissistic, like but we know it's toxic. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to still be able to be anonymous. I love going places and like just like sitting in the corner. Well, you can still do that else. now, so that's what matters, right? Yeah, I guess with the mask situation, it doesn't matter who you are. You can put your mask on and just pop you around. Ever think about how many celebrities what you've is, walked by in the last year? Put a celebrity year? face on your mask. And you could just be that celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite the opposite, Drew. I feel like that's actually... Uh, actually, when I was on the... I went on an airplane recently, and one of the guys on the airplane was wearing one of those masks where, like, the mask looks like a face. So when they're wearing it, it's just, like, scary, like, a Fun- Halloween funniest mask. Guy on the, like, funniest guy on the plane. And you know, there's always going to be one fucking annoying person that's going to be like, I love your mask. And I'm going to, like, look at them, like, don't encourage this behavior. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Dude, I'll but, never forget one time One time I I went in and got an x-ray and the lady had this giant cardboard cut out of Justin Timberlake or something. And I was okay. in a ton of pain. I had broke my elbow. <laughs> you stare at Justin Timberlake. So I walk in and she's, like, looking at me. She looks at me and notice the Justin Timberlake. I'm crying, so I don't say anything. And then she was just like, kind of like, she was like, hey, <laughs> like all joyful when I first went in. And then I didn't say anything about the stupid Justin Timberlake. And then she was not very kind to me for the rest of the time. And I'm like, I don't want to play your games, bitch. I'm in pain. But she probably has a whole spiel. So if you don't say anything, then she can't do her spiel. This was her cutout in her so office? It was her office or her little yeah, x-ray You can't room. fucking shit on the prop comics prop. Like that's their whole identity. That was her whole... Yeah, the but only don't reason force she became... me to have to be part of your thing. I'm here for a very specific reason. I hate that. What do you think she wanted to use it for? Like, she just was... has a thing. She probably, every time somebody walks in, they're like, oh my God, this is so funny. And then she goes, 
yeah, isn't it hilarious? I love Justin Timberlake. Did she, did she say bye three times when you left? Bye, bye, bye. She probably does do that. Yeah. She said to me, stop crying in here. They're going to think I'm hurting you. <laughs> I was did like, you really say that? Yeah. Wow. I was like, I was in so much pain because I had to like lift my hand from like flat to upright and it's like you're rotating your elbow and I had just broke yeah. my elbow a couple days. It was wrist. so yeah. fucking painful. I fell rollerblading. What's uh what's the worst worst injury you've ever gotten? I broke my wrist once. I That was uh, actually the the next question on the exit interview. Yeah, I'm trying to get back I want the exit interview to I first thought it was gonna be rapid fire questions. Now it's like I do one question, it's just gonna prompt me to go to other questions. That works. That's a good exit interview. Yeah. That's an aware that's uh you're in the moment with the exit interview. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not very organized enough to have questions ready to go before we start. <laughs> <laughs> uh worst injury. I'll say the scariest one. I when I was playing hockey in eighth grade. I took a hit and it was like the the spot you don't want to be on the ice to get hit is like three feet away from the boards. Because mm-hmm. if you go into the boards with that much space, like you can, if, especially head first, like you can break your neck. Like you can get Yeah, because really you're accelerating up. until you get there. Yeah. So like this, this kid hit me from the side and I was like just far enough away that I like, he hit me on the left side and I was, I had three feet between me and the boards on the right side. And so like I went head first into the boards and uh, I like couldn't move for a second and i was trying to verbalize and all that was coming out of my mouth just like uh, and then like and i also like couldn't move my limbs and i started to freak the fuck out and then really quickly like my arms kind of came back and i got myself up and like skated over to the bench but there was like a brief moment in my life where i thought i was paralyzed yeah and so it was fucking horrifying it turned out like i don't this is before they really like paid attention or gave a shit about concussions i probably had a concussion um but then i they like the doctor said i had like a sprained neck which i didn't know you could do that like i they took an x-ray i didn't have any like actual like skeletal damage but he's like he like pressed down on my head and it was like ow and he's like yeah you're like your whole like neck is just stiff as a board right now so that that, shit's scary too yeah that was i broke my wrist which sucked but it wasn't anywhere near as terrifying as like nearly not walking again yeah, I uh, I face planted into the ground when I was 16 and it broke my nose, <clears throat> and um, that was pretty scary because there was like a couple seconds of me falling and, and like, hitting the <laughs> ground, and then like the blood in your leg. Do I have a face left? Yeah, and my hands were duct taped behind my back. So oh Jesus! I was like being a shithead with my friend. I had my hands duct taped behind my back, and. Uh, we were just like fucking around and yeah, I, yeah, I tripped and I think I had my legs duct taped together too. <laughs> oh, no. So it was like, I like w- was so scared that actually by the time I like pushed myself up off the ground, I had ripped out of the duct tape from my hands, which I don't know. You could do that, no. but it was just like, <laughs> That's I was terrified. I, yeah. I was trying to break my fall. And I, yeah, I fell and yeah. And I didn't even go to the hospital or anything. I went to a barbecue with my friend and got drunk. (laughs) I had like a scab as a face, two black eyes when I got home. Did you have the tissues like balled up into your nose and stuff like that too? No, but everybody at the party, all the parents and stuff were like, what happened to your face? They were all kind of drunk and... All crushing it. Yeah. And when I got home, my mom was like, what the hell? But that was pretty, that was definitely not the worst 
injury, but the scariest, like the same thing you're saying, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, being scared is fucking worse than the injury sometimes because you're just like, ah, what did I, did my life just change? Did I just like, what's going on right now? Yeah, dude. What's your biggest fear? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, snakes. I hate snakes. Really? Yeah, snakes scare the living shit out of me. I don't like them at all. You know, I would be. I think I'd be less surprised if you said that you loved snakes. Like, you look like somebody who would love snakes. I look like a snake guy? (laughs) Damn, You don't look like a snake guy. But if you told me you loved snakes over versus, like, being afraid of them. When I was, like... You're like Bam Margera. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Damn. He was afraid of snakes, I think. They used to always throw snakes into the Oh, they did. Yeah, there was one of the movies. They, like, yeah. And they they would make fun of him. Locked him in the one. Yeah. Like, it's like, everybody else is like, yeah, we're literally, like, falling head first into a pit and you don't do anything and then you're like they would throw a snake at him yeah or he, but he hated snake they trapped him in the trailer with one, one <laughs> i don't time. know why that's the only thing i know about van margera and then he's from pennsylvania i guess he was a skateboarder uh i don't know maybe i don't know, I know. He, I think he hung one, out with skateboarders like, inaudible uncle or something yeah um all right so we're here at our final question how did you think i did with this interview <laughs> I I think you asked some excellent questions at yes. the end there. You know, you really knocked it out of the park. Uh, sunny side up, scrambled. I'm just I don't even yeah, know how to no, use these good. in the in no, the way you, that you. You did um, an excellent job. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I hope that I I hope I didn't poach this uh, this podcast too much. Okay, you know, now you're that, cut off. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it was great having you, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having for me. This is fun shit. Mm-hmm.